What is truth? In John 18, we find Jesus standing before Pontius Pilate saying that his kingdom was not of this world and if it were, his followers would be taking up the sword instead of laying down their lives like lambs. Jesus said that he came into the world to testify to the truth and everyone on the side of the truth listens, listen to me, listens to him. To which Pilate famously replied, what is truth? And in the next scene, we see Pilate going out and telling the hateful crowds that he sees no reason to condemn Jesus. It seems like Pilate could sense that something deeper was happening, and he wanted nothing to do with these proceedings. Yet, fear of controversy, fear of public backlash, kept him trapped in the unsavory task, so he went back in, washed his hands, and sealed his fate. The biblical conviction that truth exists and truth is knowable eventually gave rise to the scientific method. It also, as far as I'm concerned, undeniably affirms the concept that there is moral truth as well. If you want to see people squirm, then, then declare that there is some moral truth and that you know what it is on a given topic. In my parents' generation, the idea that there is metaphysical and moral truth, not just scientific truth, came to be called absolute truth, meaning something that is true for all people at all times in all places. But the reality is, as far as I'm concerned, in application... One of the most reliable statements in real life is the phrase, it depends. Is it always wrong to lie? It depends. Consider Shifra and Pua, who lied to Pharaoh to save Hebrew babies from infanticide, and then the Bible celebrates them later as examples of faith because they risked their lives for what was right in service of God. They kind of acted like spies doing espionage in service of a higher moral cause. So on the surface, you could say, well, it's always wrong to lie. But in their case, it was the ethical thing to do to preserve life. So it looks kind of like moral relativism, but it's not. If you pull the strings and go back deeper, what's really going on here is that it is always right to do the loving thing. But in the complexity of the real world, determining the loving thing is not best done by applying lists of rigid rules. It requires wisdom. But love, love is the absolute moral truth. So anyway, back to us. The biblical claim that there's truth and we can know it eventually gave rise to modernity in the scientific method, but frustratingly, at least to me, instead of helping us arrive at a unified worldview where we can all agree on what's real and true and we can then settle into a place of peace, instead of that, it brought us into a place of existential crisis that I haven't really heard too many people talk about, where Each of us has the daunting task of discovering the truth, deciphering it, determining exactly what is truth, like Pilate asked. He said a lot with that one sentence. What is truth? Pilate's question, I don't think, was the hopeful idealism of a youngster setting out to discover and know and then champion the truth. I think we know that as youth... We are notoriously black and white in our thinking, right and wrong, black and white, in and out, clear and simple in our categories. But as we age, those certainties become challenged and we experience the death of our former fundamentalism. At least I hope we do. Pilate is on the other side of that process, but he's arrived at a place of cynicism where the dismissal of the entire truth-seeking enterprise has been embraced. It's a cynicism born of repeated encounters with human self-interest masquerading as truth. And just the awareness that often the utterly sincere do the greatest damage to the world. 
in service of obvious lies, which they believe is truth. Pilate has the vantage point of someone tasked with distributing justice, and by doing that and by being in the political scene, he has seen the mechanics under the hood. He's pulled back uh, the Wizard of Oz's curtain to reveal that our so-called truth is often little more than theater. What is truth? Translation, don't be so childish, Jesus. Truth is a child's fable. There is no truth, at least not knowable truth. Adults have given up on such luxurious fantasies, and now we have to live in the harsh reality of just getting by in a world of self-interest at odds with other people's, quote, truths, and we jostle for position against each other. In this desert, the wisest among us probably are those who claim the least certainty, and the truly wise simply withdraw and get by the best one can without letting others in on the great unspoken secret. We have given up. The deeper truth that Pilate did not find is a way of being in the world. In other words, the deeper understanding of truth is not truth to be discovered and understood as ideas, but rather truth as a way of being. Truth that has to do with finding union with God, the ground of being, the love that is the origin and source of everything. The truth that actually is absolute, which I called love earlier, is a person. And he does not arm us with weapons for a culture war to argue against those whose agendas don't line up with ours. No, to be oriented in him is to live by the values of this higher realm of being. Our truth is not like a crusade, but rather it looks like living like sparrows, or wildflowers, or foxes, or yeast worked into a bit of dough, or little children. The man of truth with a capital T looks less like a preacher posting angrily on social media about the idiots on the other side of the issues, and it looks more like a man sitting down cross-legged on the ground, smiling and laughing with children and teaching them to be mindful of God and the gift of the present moment. Teaching them that all of life, look around, guys, look around. All of life is like Christmas morning, unearned gifts, many splendored. The man of deep truth, even in suffering, views this as an opportunity not to fight, but instead to relax and release even more, to detach even more from that which is temporary and fleeting, and to connect to become even more rooted in that which is eternal. See, truth, with a capital T, is about life. It's not about being right. Let me say it again. Truth, with a capital T, is about life, not being right. According to Jesus, truth isn't about wielding political power, but about laying down your life, dying on a cross. Notice this, that Pilate has learned to keep his power by keeping the people happy. Jesus is embodied truth, which offends the people. And then even then, he's laying down his life, even for his enemies. See, truth is love made manifest, not the ability to win a debate. The us versus them game of who is right and who is wrong, that's all rooted in lowercase t truth. That has nothing to do with Jesus' kind of truth. See, being right is not the same thing as being righteous. Again, the wisest judge would answer the moral questions with, it depends. 
But there is one magnificent, absolute truth that relates to everyone, everywhere, at all times, perfectly. And his name is Jesus. And he is the capital T truth. Little T truths are beliefs. And beliefs are helpful. They're a map. But there's a difference between reading the map and walking the path. And walking the path has to do with knowing the one who is truth. Pilate's question was the wrong question. He was asking, what is truth? But the right question is, who is truth? And if the question remains what, then we're going to be left to decode and deconstruct, and the work is all on us. But if the question is who, well, he can speak for himself. We don't invent, we don't decode, we don't get to decide the truth. No, no, no. We receive the truth. We surrender to the truth. We have only to be open, and Jesus said this in the beginning, and truly listen. Are we listening? Are we listening?